good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Cosper. I'm your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. Happy Pride! Happy Pride! And my birthday month. Okay. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Right. We're here, we're queer, and we don't like beer. I mean, I do sometimes. But yeah, I do sometimes, but not very often. Ginger beer. Yeah, ginger beer is allowed. Ginger beer is good. It's yeah. decent. It's fine. Easy on the tummy. That's true, because you know ginger. <laughs> ginger. So, you guys, before we get into this awesome opening episode for Pride Month, all about the Chucky series that yes. came out last year. Yes. Because we all know that Chucky and Chucky himself is not gay, clearly, but... Everything else surrounding Chucky is gay. Don, we love you. We love him. (laughs) What was it he said? He said, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a a monster. (laughs) Anyway, so before we get into that, a word from all spells there. Calm your body down. All right, guys. Uh, First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for all of the really really great support and feedback that i've had on social media um the posts about the uh new bath bombs um the sage mint i hope that helps i hope like i hope that starts to get more traction and get more buys i mean it just completely i've i've never seen an instagram reel blow up that much so i really appreciate all that support um so uh yeah the sage mint bath bombs right now are for sale um and there will be a four pack coming very 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 soon of all four so you basically save um from there and uh just to give you guys again some more information since we are really 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 getting close to the date of the uh workshop market in july um that will be july guys i'm sorry find the exact date the 16th, 16th, I think. Um, so it'll be here before we know it. If you happen to be two to four or two to six, I believe does start at two o'clock. Um, on the 16th of July, if you happen to be in the Cincinnati area, um, I will be posting every week now that it's getting closer, um, about that date and, um, yeah, I'll have bath bombs and body creams to sell and, um, I'm going to sell everything till it's gone so i'll either stay the whole time or leave and leave after i sell everything but um anybody that comes to support is greatly appreciated all the support i've gotten on the social media has been greatly appreciated thank you um and again calm your buddy down tiktok instagram and um etsy free shipping on everything calm your buddy down i feel like i should have a loop of my me just singing that yeah just for your... I love it. We should do that. Or I could do an auto-tune like, Come you, come you, come you, come you, come, come, come. I could find somebody to remix it. Right. You know, he's climbing in we've your got, windows. Listen, he's we've snatching got time. your people up. We've got time. We actually yeah, we do, do have time, so... <laughs> you know. <laughs> Any DJs out there? So, you guys, we are going to be talking about the Chucky series tonight. Um, I am so fucking excited because my two passions in life are gay and Chucky. So, um, yes, they put are. them together and it's just my ultimate happiness. Um, 
So I'm very excited to talk about this series that is one of the best inclusive LGBTQ series I have ever seen. Um, which is funny because I remember at the end of Cult, because this series is pretty much, what did they say it was? Was it four months or two, something like that after Cult? It was, wasn't long. It wasn't after. long. Um, Cult was actually, this series is set after Cult and it was only, I think it was only two to four months after Cult happened, but we got to see Nika and, uh, well, what's her name? Tiffany. Nika and Tiffany kiss, which, you know, obviously everybody was like, yay, but, you know, I I personally was wanting to see a fruition come from that, and Don made the gays very happy with what he did there, um, but not only did he really give us, you know, them two, he also put in effort with the main character being a gay character, um, which was absolutely amazing that he did that because, you know, people that are younger that watch this series, especially um, teenagers who are going through the same thing with their sexuality can watch this and feel connected to the main character, um, which is amazing. And I, I know that he probably, that he wrote that from his own experiences and, um, Ever since I found out Don Mancini was gay, like, that's not why I chose Chucky as my favorite, but it kind of was a little warm hug finding out that he was actually gay and what he did with the series, and why he did that with the series, because he always wanted to write a main character from his perspective as a kid, because he's gay. Oh, so. gosh, I greatly, I greatly appreciate that, you know, I mean, anybody would, especially... You know, I think we talked about, too, um, if you didn't mention that, that, uh, you know, this was really, like, it, it almost seemed like this was writ written from the perspective of, like, if the, like, this was made for, for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that, you know, I'm that kid that I was that kid is still out there that needs this type of representation and to know that it's okay. So. Because you can only imagine what he went through, you know, when he was a teenager, especially because he's, he did Chucky in the 80s. He was very young the first time, or the first movie. So I'm sure, you know, being gay in school was not very easy for him. And for him to be able to actually do it through his work was probably therapeutic for him on top of the fact that he knew that there were kids out there that needed it and he wanted to do that for them, which... Oh my god, he was 25. Oh my god, he was a fucking baby. Wow. So Holy shit, so he's in his 50s? He was 25 when he wrote Child's Play. Listen, I don't want to talk about that because I'm 29 and haven't written anything, I'll tell you. I... <laughs> I hear stuff like that, and I'm just like, you know, I've accomplished nothing in life. <laughs> I am a total failure. Still a piece of garbage. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> Same. He it's wrote fine. a whole screenplay when he was 25. He designed that fucking doll, I'm too. I'm over here struggling. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Don. Fuck out of here. 
Love you. You fucking amazing man. I love you so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to be using, utili I can't talk here. We are. Utilizing. Utilizing. Uh, Wikipedia tonight. It really does a great job of just sort of putting everything in a really awesome placement as far as giving a great description of each character, each episode, um, just in a really concise way. So once we basically get through that part of it, we're going to go into uh, our favorite episode, favorite kill, and just overall rating of the show. Um, we could probably talk favorite character too, but I mean... Favorite character. We could do favorite character, favorite kill, favorite episode. Uh, yeah. And, and then we'll, definitely... we'll briefly touch on season two. Because they've given a little bit, but we don't have a lot right now, so... You probably know more about that than I do, so after we <laughs> get into that part at the end, going over our favorites and rating, you can get into that, and then we can... It's not them. much. Yeah. And they've let a little bit like out, I said, but... You know more than I do. Um, so to kind of start off, Chucky is an American horror television series created by Don Mancini, of course, based on the film franchise. It serves as a direct sequel to Cult of Chucky, like we mentioned, the seventh film in the franchise. Also, if you don't like Cult of Chucky, just stop fucking listening right yep, now. Yep, you can just turn this off. Because people right who now. If you and hate Cult of Chucky, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's one of the best of the franchise. My, I don't... That's my... Mwah. So I don't even know what... Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, go on. That's what brought me back. That's why I was like, I love Chucky again. I'm a full... Chucky is <laughs> right back up there. Right up it's, there. It's so funny. That's and why I've I heard, love it. Listen, I've actually heard that which I'm more on the side of those people around my age that are like, oh my God, I love Chucky again. I think that happened to, I, that happened to mm -hmm. a lot of people my age. Well, it's just like you said, it brought the element of bride and seed of humor, but it also brought the element of the first three where he's actually scary. The first and two mixed, are phenomenal because he's terrifying. And mixed them so perfectly well. Yeah. Because it wasn't stupid anymore. And it the doll actually, design in Cult was... He was so fucking cute. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, that's the other thing that I'm like, could we talk about the doll design? If we can't even, if we can't even agree there, then you can shut the front door. Because I don't even... He is the cutest without the, the stitches yes. in Cult. Definitely. He is the cutest with the stitches in Bride. He's adorable in this. And oh my god, it's the best doll they design, period. Is his, in the show? In the show. Killed it. Killed and it. I, if you watch how they direct him, there's like three people. If you guys, there are, if you guys go and watch the show, um, if you didn't watch the show, sorry, there's going to be spoilers. If you did, um, then you know that if, the, if you watch the behind the scenes. I don't know if people that streamed it got this. Hopefully you did, or you can find it somewhere. I watched it on cable. I'm still old and have cable. So they showed after each episode behind the scenes, because I would watch it the next day and record it. And you could watch the behind the scenes of how they shot each episode. And it was, I love that shit, as you guys know, if you've been a long time listener, that the special effects stuff, that's my shit. Like, that's where I'm like, I, I want to know. I want to know how that was done. I want to know how that was done. I don't want to know how this was done. And that breakdown, especially when it really got into mm -hmm. where he was actually having to do really more physical parts. And they stuck, stuck 
no CGI, nothing. They had a doll. They had humans in suits to block them out later to move every part of Chucky. Including his face. Moving. So it was amazing. Amazing. They stuck to real practical effects the entire time. And I will always appreciate Dawn for that. Um, of course, Brad Dorif comes back to reprise the voice of Chucky because there is no one else. He is Chucky. He, there is no one else. So alongside uh, Brad as Chucky, of course, there uh, we see Zachary off Arthur. I knew none of these kids, by the way. These are the kids. I didn't know them from anything else. If you guys do, bless you. Um, but we had Zachary Arthur, Tio Briones, um, Olivia, Alan, Lind, and Bjorgvin Arneson, and we looked forever to make sure that we nailed that pronunciation. I hope you guys We spent that. a good 10 minutes trying to find his name Did not somewhere. want to fuck that up. We did not. Um, the cast also includes Fiona, Dora, Brad's daughter, Alex Vincent, Christina Leese, and Jennifer Tilly returning, um, of course, for their roles from the previous films, which is another thing that I greatly appreciated about this series. Developed by Sci-Fi and the U.S. Network, the series follows Chucky as he commits a series of mysterious murders in a quiet city in the U.S. Series creator Mancini and producer David Kirshner both serve as executive producers for the series alongside Nick Antosca, Harley Payton, and Alex Hedlund. The series premiered simultaneously on Sci-Fi and the U.S. Network on October 12th of 2021. It received generally positive reviews from critics. In November of 2021, the series was renewed for a second season, which is set to premiere this fall. To be honest with you, I'm so excited for this fall because not only do we get season two of Chucky, we get Halloween ends. I know. Listen. I'm like, I'm stoked. There's like so much. I'm so excited. I love the fall anyway. Same. But like, fall is superior. Even more now. So. So this is an overview of the plot. Um before we get into what happens in each episode. Uh, the series takes place after Cult in the city of Hackensack, New Jersey. Jake, who is 14, gets a good guy doll at a yard sale. Of course, you know, we all see it and we're like, hey, hey. Um, We know who that is. <laughs> to use it in a contemporary art project that he's doing. He later discovers the doll is possessed by Charles Lee Ray, who, you know, is Chucky. He becomes a suspect. Jake actually becomes a suspect in a series of strange events involving the doll, who unleashes a wave of shocking murders around the town. Some of the boys' classmates also see themselves linked to these events. In addition, a series of flashbacks explore uh, Charles Lee Ray's past as a seemingly normal kid who somehow became one of Hackensack's most notorious killers. I would like to just say I fucking loved that, that we got a backstory from part. him. That I loved about because I wouldn't yeah. have wanted anybody else to do his backstory besides Don because Don had created him. Well, and they were able to do that so perfectly by purposefully setting the present day part of the show in Hackensack, right? Where Charles was from, exactly. So you were able to simultaneously shoot in the present and then flash back into the past. It 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 was. Perfectly done that way. It was perfectly so perfect. done that way. Starring mostly teenagers and advertised as a coming of rage story, the series tackles themes of sexuality, bullying, domestic life, and murder. That's one thing I did love about the show too. Is not only does it touch on sexuality, it touches on some hard shit. Yeah. So, uh, Jake finds himself prompted to homicidal acts by the doll while also struggling with his crush on Devin. And other issues that arise from being gay in an unaccepting environment. 
beautiful. And it was very well done. It was very it was well done. Really, really well done. You know, another thing I, I did see a lot were um how many parents actually really appreciated this show that uh you know <laughs> let their kids at a certain point get into horror and like really more so that element of it like you know my my kids gay or my kids queer or my kids whatever and you know this this helped so much you you made it look perfectly normal like it is so you know it's just it was beautifully done um so we are going to get into an overview of each episode there were eight episodes overall in this season so we're gonna give you the main characters to the actual uh, actors that played them just so you have a reference um of each person obviously if you watch the show you'll know who we are referencing so we have uh, Zachary Arthur, who plays Jake. Uh, Wheeler, he is the teenager who purchases Chucky at the yard sale and, is, and then is menaced by him. Bjorgvin Arneson plays Devin Evans. I just realized that was his name. It's so cute. I knew Jake's his name was Devin, but I didn't know his last name was Evans. Jake's classmate and boyfriend. <laughs> Olivia Allen Lind plays Lexi Cross. Jake's classmate and former bully turned best friend. I wouldn't say they ended up being besties. I don't know about best friends. But I they did... They they, they, okay, they trauma bonded. Yes. They trauma bonded. I would not say they were besties by the end of that. Trauma bonded. Yes. But not, I would say trauma bonded. We got an eye on you, Becky. Anyway. I'm still not, um, a, I'm still not a big she's fan a Becky. of hers. She's very much a Becky. She's a Becky. Played that role super well, though. Good for her. I mean, I, I love that she did it because behind the scenes, she looks like the sweetest thing in the entire Oh my God. She is so nicest. sweet when they talk, right. <laughs> when they talk to her. So you're like, oh God, that had to dig deep. Probably somebody that bullied her. I can probably that I can almost guess that's where that. Came well, you got to think she came from, and the woman who plays her mom is actually her yeah, mom. Yeah, so and she was in One Tree Hill, so she kind of came from quote unquote stardom. So you know, people making fun of her mom in One Tree Hill, or you know, like shit like that, bullying, because you know, people probably did that stupid shit. I'm sure that's probably where she, where she dug. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Um, yeah, her mother, Barbara, uh, I'm, I'll skip ahead, because her mother, Barbara Allen Woods, plays the mayor, Michelle Cross, and, uh, of course, Lexi's, Lexi's mom, real-life mom, plays Lexi's mom. Uh, Tio Briones uh, is junior, junior Wheeler. This is Jake's cousin. Um, of course, we've got Brad as Chuck, voices Chucky. Uh, but then we do see Chucky in different stages in life. Um, special mention to Chucky's double, Jacob Breeden. David Colesman plays Charles Lee Ray at the age of seven. Tyler Barish plays Charles Lee Ray at the age of 14. And his daughter, i if you heard the end of last week's episode, you'll know Listen. how bad this fucked my queer brain up for life and my head exploded, and so did my vagina. Fiona Doris, uh played Charles Lee Ray Listen, I'm in the 80s. I'm fucking gay. So. And when, it, when I saw that episode... And they, they briefly, like, it was kind of hard at first because they were in a club. I was like, is that? And I was like, there's no way. I was so fucking attracted to her dressed as that. I, I dressed like that. I, I, I. <laughs> she fucked with a lot of people. I, I love that even Don mentioned I it. I think that was He on, was like, she that walked was on, on set. For like. Oh, listen. he. That was she's all like, purpose. He's that like, she walked purpose. on set and we all were just like, 
Whoa. Excuse me. She looks identical. 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 Like, I don't under... <laughs> I just... Even Brad was probably like, holy shit. What? <laughs> like, yeah, I guess she kind of looked like me. Um, he probably did. He probably could have cared less. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Lexa... Do I am so sorry. It's probably like Doig. 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 Uh, she plays Bree Wheeler. This is Jake's aunt, Junior's mother, and Logan's wife. Uh, Logan and also Lucas are played both by Devin Sawa. Uh, Lucas is Jake's abusive father. He only appears in the first episode. Obviously, we'll get into that. Uh, Logan is Jake's. So Lucas and Logan were obviously twins. Logan is Jake's uncle, Junior's father, and Bree's husband um max deralt this completely screwed me up because if you guys remember dr foley from cult of chucky he played him as well as nathan cross in this one lexi's father and michelle's husband i literally saw him and was like is that fucking <laughs> is that i was like huh because he has the beard he he shaved he yeah clean shaven in this beard and uh cult of Chucky. He was actually nice in this one, too. So, he very nice. A, he very, an asshole. Very sweet, actually. Uh, Fiona, of course, also plays Nika, if you remember, um, from Curse and Cult. Uh, Fiona, she's a paraplegic. Fiona is the Tatiana Maslany of the show. She really is. Listen. Fiona plays all the roles. <laughs> Just all of them. She really is. Because she plays Nika, she I mean, plays Chucky, she plays Nika as totally Chucky. fine. Or Chucky as Nika. As Nika. Charles is what? What? Mommy? Daddy? <coughs> daddy? Daddy? Mommy, I mean, mommy? mommy I, mean, I mean, daddy? I mean, parent? <laughs> figure? Parental figure? Parental? Something. Jennifer Tilly, of course, is Tiffany Valentine. Um, I adore the uh, young woman, Blaze Crocker, who played Tiffany in the 80s flashbacks. She was beautiful and looks so much like Jennifer. She I did a really good job. She did a great job on that. Christina Lee, of course, comes back as Kyle, Andy's foster sister, and then Alex Vincent. Everybody knows Andy Barclay. We have known Andy since 1988. Andy Barclay. God, love this poor kid. Um, he's been doing his best. I mean, he's trying so hard. So <laughs> he's doing his best. Now we have. Now we are getting into the first episode, "Death by Misadventure," which aired on October 12th of 2021. I would also like to say. One of my favorite uh, lines is in this one because when, you know, every time you watch a Chucky movie, you always wait for him to come alive. That's that's yes. like one of the things you're always waiting yeah. for. Um, you know there's going to be some... Some kind of reveal. Right. So when he comes alive, he says, Heidi fucking ho. <laughs> and that's probably one of my favorite lines of the whole thing because he's like, Heidi fucking hoe and i was like boy they spared no expense on the fucks in this and i love it um so as we discussed earlier jake a 14 year old middle school student he got a vintage good guy doll named chucky from a yard sale he was going to use him in his contemporary art project his father disapproves of his hobby of course because his father was kind of a not great person um after an awkward dinner with some Oh, wait, no, not his father. It was his uncle. I'm sorry. I forget because Devin Sawa plays two characters that it 
It fucks with my head. Yeah, because Lucas is Jake's dad. Yes. Logan. Is Logan, the, yes, oh, exactly. Uncle. Right. So I apologize. Lucas is not a bad person. Logan is the shit. Um, so Lucas disapproves of this hobby, and after an awkward dinner with some relatives, he destroys the project. Jake No, Lucas is the asshole. His dad. His dad is a his dad is now. They both they both suck, honestly, I think. Oh god, wait. Yes, they do. Yeah, they, they both do. suck. Yes, they do. Lucas isn't not as good horrible, fathers, but they're both not shitty. good fathers at yeah. all. I we'll just say we'll like, just say probably one is more physically abusive than the other. Like there I said, go. it fucks me up because I forget that they're actually two different characters because mm -hmm. they're played by the same guy, uh, Mr. Salma. So Jake takes Chucky to school the next day, hoping to sell it at a good price, but of course is bullied by Lexi, his cousin Junior's girlfriend. At night, Andy calls the boy, which is funny because they don't say who he is. But if you, have, if you're a big fan, you can recognize immediately his voice knew it was easily. Andy. So he calls Jake and suggests caution with the doll. Upon confirming that Chucky works without batteries, Jake throws him away. He said, "Throw the whole doll away. Fuck this bullshit." <clears throat> so Chucky track Chucky. Chucky tracks Jake down to the school talent show. This scene. Amazing. Was fucking incredible at the talent show. Forces him to fake an act of ventriloquism. Obviously, he's not saying anything. Chucky's saying everything. During the show, Chucky publicly humiliates sex sexy. <clears throat> I apologize. Lexi and Jake is subsequently suspended from school. I mean, they shouldn't have spelled it that way, but, you know. <laughs> it's because I said humiliates Lexi and it just came out sexy. Oh, Derek, ma'am, that too. Later on, Lucas hits Jake after a heated argument over the boy's sexuality. Chucky murders him, which was a pretty great kill. Oh, Jake yeah. is taken to live with Junior's family, and Chucky proposes the prospect of killing Lexi too. And that was when, so before, when he actually tried to throw him away, that's when he actually got up and said, Heidi fucking ho, which was amazing. And then there's a flashback. This the flashback in this first episode was such an ode to Halloween. It, mm. it was it was mm. so beautiful. I loved it. So it was 1965, and it was Charles Lee Ray sitting with his mother, and they're looking at the mirror, but she's brushing her hair, and like they did it in his POV before, like before they're sitting together. Like he walks up to her. Is and he? In, he's wearing clown costume. Isn't he, he is. Yeah. It was such a nod to the OG Halloween. It was it was really cool, and that's that one thing amazing. he did throughout this entire entire series is he gives such nods to Halloween classics and horror classics, and it, he does yeah. it so well, and it's just so nice. So, um, in episode two, which aired October nineteenth, twenty twenty one, it was "Give Me Something Good to Eat." Jake returns to school after his father's death, where he's invited to Oliver's Halloween party. By the way, his dad died by electrocution. Yeah. And, things. Yeah. From what was alcohol, wasn't it? Yeah, he had been drinking and there was alcohol on the floor that Chucky made sure he stepped into right next to a fuse box. And yeah, he got electrocuted. Go. Mm -hmm. While everyone is out, Chucky murders the wheeler's maid. Jake confronts Chucky. That was a great kill. Jake was that the one Chucky. where she that fell on the knife the in the, the dish? Yeah. yeah. She fell on a knife in the dish. Jake confronts Chucky, who feigns innocence, and tried to convince Jake he's on his side. That night, Junior and Jake overhear Logan and Bree discussing if they're even capable of looking after Jake, and Junior begins to fear Jake is capable of hurting Lexi. 
On the night of the Halloween party, Lexi is told to take her sister Carolyn. Who's a piece, oh my God. Who has begun to fixate on Chucky since seeing him in the talent show. But I think they think something's wrong. Don't the parents think something's wrong with Carolyn? I don't know, but she was one of the most annoying characters in this I know. entire show. <laughs> she reminded I, me of those kids from The Witch. Mm, like they're they're mm. kids, and you have to admit you have to like acknowledge the fact that they're kids, but they're so fucking annoying. I agree. <laughs> She's told to take her sister trick or treating, but takes her to the party instead. Jake decides to stay home until he finds Chucky missing and races to the party in a panic. There he finds Lexi dressed as his father, mocking his death. She's basically like in a jumpsuit like him, wig shaking like she's being electrocuted, does it in front of everybody. Despite the rage, Jake stops Chucky from killing her. That night, Chucky once again tries to convince Jake to become a killer. In this flashback, it is still 1965, Charles returns home for trick-or-treating, inspecting his candy. He finds an apple with a razor blade in it, but he eats it anyway, uncaring that he cuts his own mouth. Yeah. Yeah, we all hate Lexi at this point. Oh, we we, we hate Lexi. Like, we really hate Lexi. Um, yeah, like, we... a lot. Yeah, I love when they interviewed her, though. Like, she was even like, God. <laughs> she was like, that was so fucked up. Um, like, yeah, I understand why everybody hates Lexi. Like, don't hate me. She's like, I also hate me. Like, I, I hate her too. Just saying. <laughs> she really did though. She was like, I mean, I hate me. I, I get it. Just want y'all to know. So episode three is called I Like to Be Hugged. And it's funny because I hear, I like to be, be hugged. hugged. <laughs> like, literally can hear it. I like to be hugged. Um, so Chucky persuades Jake to give in his temptation to murder Lexi, and we're all going, honestly, this is terrible, but I'm also going, yay. Remembering his encounter with an unknown serial killer assailant in the 1960s, Jake attempts to murder Lexi during a run, only to encounter Junior, who later tells Lexi to apologize to Jake, worried of what he's capable of. It's, it's it's crazy because, like, you're rooting for Jake, but you're also rooting yeah. for Lexi to die. So right? Like, I know, like, you, want, you, you want Jake to be good and not kill her, but you also want Jake to kill her. At this, I was Lexi to a point to where I was like, I need Chucky to just kill her. Could Chucky do it? Like, Chucky can do it. Like, just let Chucky. Well, just take care of that real quick. Because of this and her little sister's outburst for wanting Chucky. 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 Getting jaggy with sorry, it. that was hilarious. Get jaggy with it. Anyway, Lexi apologizes to Jake in hopes of having Chucky to calm her sister down. Jake originally declines, but after Chucky decides to kill Lexi himself, which I was excited about because I'm like, he's going to get it done. Yay! Jake accepts and seemingly gives him up. Meanwhile, Logan and Bree are called into a parent meeting alongside Lexi's parents due to transpired events. Concurrently, Lexi secretly hosts a rave party with Junior Devin and a fellow... Fellow... Fellow classmate Oliver in attendance. Tensions arise as Junior and Oliver compete for Lexi. Chucky accidentally stabs Oliver when he mistakes him for Lexi, murdering him upstairs as the rest of the party goers are distracted by the blasting music, completely unaware of Oliver's screams. Well, they're actually, and I guess this is a new thing now. I've never seen, I think it looks incredibly weird, but do your thing. Um, where people have like rave parties, but they wear headphones. Yeah. So only they can hear the music, but nobody else can. Maybe it's so they don't get called on. 
by the cops. Good thinking. And especially though. if they're young exactly. like this, they don't want to get caught. Gonna hear, okay, I know that's a dick. Okay, I mean, yeah, bra- touche, bravo. I'd say that's only because Respect. they're kids. I just always think it's funny when you see videos of it. It though, is weird. Because it's like they're dancing to nothing. Like, it's complete. You're like. <laughs> and it was cool, too, because it would go, like, in and out of the headphones. So you would hear him screaming, and then all of a sudden you hear nothing. That was amazing. That was really cool. That was really, that was really good. Yes, um, very well done. Also, just to make sure everybody remembers, with that parent-teacher conference, Lexi's parents, mom, is the mayor. So... Just keep that in mind. When you meet her mom, you understand why Lexi is the way she is. Mom is a Karen. Karen is putting it nicely. I think she's a Susan. She's a Susan. I think Susans are worse than Karens. They really are. They really are. It's like Karen to the nth degree. I've worked with both, and Susans are definitely (laughs) right. Definitely, definitely worse. So Chucky corners Lexi in a room, causing a fire that engulfs the house as Jake Jake visits his parents' graves. Um, this fire scene was incredible. Was it the fireplace? Did, did, it, did she have a fireplace in her room? Or was it when she was lighting She had a fireplace in her room. Okay. Because little Miss Lexi smoked the ganja. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So I think it was the fireplace, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I remember... Okay, it was the, it was the fireplace. Because I remember Chucky standing there with the fireplace and then the... the, uh, the oh, yeah. On... Yeah. Can we okay. talk about how fucking badass that was Listen, with that fire behind that him? Was amazing. That fire behind him was amazing. Oh yeah, and then in the back in the in the back flash. Okay. In the flashback, uh he was young and he helps an unknown murderer kill his parents. That that was crazy. Guy kills his dad. Mom hides them in a closet. Killer finds them. Charles killed his mom. Mm-hmm. And the killer goes, huh. You're like, what? The killer said, um, what did he say to him? I don't remember what he said. Something him. like, I thought he said something like, good job, kid, or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Some, I thought it, it was sounded like, like something like he would say. <clears throat> so episode four was ju- uh, called Just Let Go. As a result of the fire, Carolyn is in the ICU. Uh, Wait, also, didn't, that didn't Chucky get super burned? Didn't he get real burned in, the, Did he in, get in that one? Because doesn't he look terrible in this one? Oh, God, yeah. He does come back burnt. Oh, f- yes. This is where he does get burned. Also, that was a historic house that they were living in. Because mm-hmm. this was the mayor's house. Mom's the mayor. So as a result of the fire, Carolyn is in the ICU. Lexi and Jake begrudgingly team up to investigate Lexi's destroyed house for Chucky. Meanwhile, Junior undergoes a medical procedure and Devin researches this urban legend about how Charles Lee Ray turned into a good guy doll. Yeah, because isn't this the episode where he transfers himself? I think that's the next one. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the next one. Devin, by the way, uh, for people who watch the show that remember, he did basically like a true crime podcast. Yes. Um, because they live in Hackensack, of course, you know, talked about Charles Lee Ray and all that. So um, at the cross house, Jake saves Lexi from falling from the railing despite Chucky appearing and attempting to convince him to let her die. That's right. He's not super burnt yet. Oh, that's right. He's not. 
You're okay. right. That's right, he's not. A police officer appears after this and takes them and Chucky to the hospital. When the two kids get there, Jake is stopped by Detective Evans, who strongly believes he's behind the murders. Detective Evans is Devin's mother, by the way. Yes. At the hospital, Chucky murders the police officer who found him. That was a great kill. That Devin was a, finds, was that the one with the needles? Yeah. He slips on the, <laughs> Devin finds Lexi and tells her the truth about Chucky. As Jake is a as Jake is being interrogated, Carolyn's monitor is unplugged, causing chaos in her hospital room. The police officer's body is found, and Jake, Lexi, and Devin watch as Chucky flips them off. That's when he's super fucking burnt. Because it's so fucking crazy. He's just flipping them off, and he's fucking... In 1972, <laughs> at a foster boarding home, a teenage Chucky is seen living there with other children, including a young and future innocent accomplice... Um, Eddie Caputo. I loved when they, she called him Eddie. I was like, oh my god, it's Eddie! So, there we have From the OG Charles Play. original 1988. <laughs> I'm fine. Charles Play. Chuck, Chucky kills the home janitor and in an innocent game, almost kind of like a Peter Pan Lost Boys kind of scenario. He scares <laughs> the other children when they see the janitor's dead body in the forest. Eventually, Chucky leaves and bids a farewell to Caputo, leaving him a unique present in a box in the form of the severed hand implied to be the janitor's. What's amazing to me is I also love these flashbacks because you, you're so used to seeing Chucky as a doll, you forget that he was a man. Because until, what was it, uh, cult, right? Mm -hmm. You don't see Charles Lee Ray except for the very small portion in the beginning of and curse and cursed a little bit mm -hmm. but really the major portion that you see brad as charles is just that small part in the very beginning where he shot and transfers his body into chucky and then you get probably at least 10 minutes worth of him and curse right and, right and but then other you get than that, that of him and curse um but we don't we don't get to see chucky as charles at any other point until this and like i said it was done so well to match it with the flashback scenes because it really does all culminate back to chucky charles coming back to his hometown like he he is back in his hometown basically so guess who's back yeah back again Little Little Lies, episode five. When the Cross family returns home, Lexi's dad gives Caroline a good guy doll, a good guy doll named Tommy, in replacement for the burn up Chucky. See, I figured this out when he gave her Tommy. I was like, he's in. That's Chucky. I was See, like, I, I know that's Chucky. I didn't. I I didn't know. It's only because Tommy was the name of child of the. Doll and Child's Play 2. Oh, God! You know what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I did. I thought you figured that because out. Because you told... I think you told me. You were like, Child's Play 2, and I was like... Okay. He's like, fuck you, Tommy! Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so because Chucky now can put his body in... Or put him his essence in pretty much any of the good guy dolls. Um... <clears throat> Jake, Devin, and Lexi ambush the burnt Chucky in a tr Chucky. Oh, stop saying fucking Chucky. Chucky in a trash can and kick him to his apparent death. 
that's when I was like, that's not him. He's yeah. in the other one. Believing Chucky is dead, they move on with their lives, and Jake and Devin have their first kiss. Listen. This scene was so cute. It was cute. adorable, but also you and they I were both in it. how awkward it was because it was clearly two very straight boys. Very straight boys. <laughs> you always know when you see two straight people play queer characters. You always know. You know. You always know. And it's fine. It, it is. It's totally fine. I literally, I'm one of these people where I'm like, I, I listen, I don't care either way, especially in a situation like this where it's kids. I don't care either way. I thought as young actors, they nailed these characters, gay, straight, or otherwise. So it was just the comment of both, just both of us commenting on how clearly straight not uncomfortable but no just straight. but you could tell just straight <laughs> let's just say you could tell that they were straight but you could definitely tell that tilly and, or jennifer tilly and oh God, are not God. straight stop it neither one of them have been very fluent stop or it. very blunt about their sexuality but watching them neither one of those women are straight and you can't convince me otherwise but jennifer tilly's married to a man i'm married to a man what you talking about? Really? Also loved listening to Fiona <laughs> talking about how all of her guy friends were jealous of her. And she goes, I'm jealous of me. <laughs> Man. Like, I don't know who I want to be more in this situation. I genuinely don't. Yeah, I mean, you're both. I've, you're both high. Also, I would like so. to say I think this is probably the gayest episode. Honestly. Very much so. So they have their first kiss. We're already squealing about gay. So... Yeah. Now, this episode, we're going back to our OG characters. Now we're pretty much where Colt left off. Yes. Yeah. Some are at a hotel in Hackensack. Tiffany and a possessed Nika Pierce are seen living there with two male victims. One is already dead and they're being held hostage. I would just like to say... So this was basically Tiffany as Charles, but in you mean Nika. Nika's body. You mean Nika. I'm sorry. Tiffany with... Charles in Nika's body. Yes. Got it. Thank you. I would just like to say that when Fiona is playing possessed Nika, mm -mm. I want to fuck her. Mm -mm. Me too. Yes, I do. The first scene we get, she's wearing lingerie and she has the nicest... Oh my god, her ass. I, I, I... Someone created a gif of that and I was just like, that ass. That ass. It's a work of beauty. It is a work. Oh my god. <clears throat> it was such a work of art. It is a blessing from the Lord. <laughs> Not the Lord, the Lord. The Lord. Yes. The Lord spent a little bit more time the on Lord. that ass. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's the Lord. <laughs> That's why it's the Lord. The Lord. The Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and also, they're hilarious together. Their banter back and forth. I can't. I can't. It's so funny. I love it. Those yes. two. How did they even get any of those scenes done? Those two. Um, so they get into an argument that leads to Nika temporarily regaining control of her body. And it's so funny when Chucky all of a sudden goes. Because Nika's like, fuck. And then she just falls over because she can't, she can't feel her she legs. That's she realizes. Like, yep. <laughs> done. <laughs> she can't feel. Of course, the like, first there it time. Goes. 
she was fucking she was freaking out about it and really scared obvious for obvious reasons like she didn't really know what was going on um and tiffany was just kind of like what the fuck so <clears throat> she actually attempts to free the surviving victim until she returns as chucky it's so cool to watch her go back and forth mm -hmm. like that that is she is such a good actress she can just it's you like can a switch see it in her face before she even opens her mouth when she turns mm -hmm. from Nika back to Chucky, um, Charles, whatever. And then she slashes his neck. So Bree talks to her therapist about her stage four cancer diagnosis and promises to come clean to her family. Can we talk about how the whole fucking time we thought this bitch was cheating? I thought she was cheating with a woman. Nobody. Yes! I, I thought she was cheating with I was, her husband I was, with a woman. I was at least hoping. I know I was too. I was. There was like, some part of me like, let's just make this the gayest. Of the gay. Let's add on. Let's triple threat gay. Everybody is gay in this show. Let's gay, 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 gay. <laughs> and Bree is cheating on Logan with a woman. Let's stick that in his crawl. Because he's, I was actually hoping, he's a bit of an asshole. So. I was actually hoping it was, what's his name's mom? The detective? I would have been into that. I would I would have been into that. Um, listen, I the the stage four cancer thing though came out of left fucking. Field. I was not I expecting was that. not prepared for that at all. I was like, okay, that got fucking that went from funny and hot to heavy and not, not. hot and not <laughs> that went from Yeah heavy, or what was it? Funny and hot funny to and heavy, heavy and, and not. not real fucking quick. I was like Oh, Lord. Like, she got cancer? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. I was like, well, shit. Damn. <laughs> Why couldn't it have been an affair with yeah, a woman? Please. <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay. It's all right. We got a, we got a lot of gay. I'm not mad. I, I'm not either. Um. So Mayor Cross and Detective Evans hold a town meeting at the school showing remorse for events that transpired, including um announcing new city rules. And again, this is Lexi and Devin's <laughs> yes. mother's brain. However, things quickly become disastrous. When the principal's severed head rolls onto the stage, revealing her murder, Chucky is revealed to be alive, having transferred his soul into the Tommy doll, which, yeah, yes. Flashback. In the 1980s, a young Charles Lee Ray is seen at a dance club played by Fiona Dorif. This, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> oh, where he, I just, it got real. That's all I'm going to say. I was attracted to Fiona Dorif before. Oh, listen. Yes, without a doubt. But this series and did not this help. Happened. This series did not help. Nope. Sure didn't. <laughs> not at all. So he meets an exotic dancer who he flirts with. And I had a crush on her dad. Remember? I have openly said that. That I had a crush on her dad. Well, I mean, you technically so, have a crush on I mean, her. That she looks just like him. Exactly. Exactly. Back in 88. Identical. I can't have a crush on her dad now because her dad looks like he would be best friends with my dad. Also, Robert, <laughs> throw Robert England in there too. And now <laughs> they're all just hanging talking out. Talking about the good old days. Listen, I really feel like they would. That really needs to happen. That would be really fun. In my mind, cool. they're best friends. It's already happening. And we could hang. Oh my God, we could hang out with Fiona. Does Robert have kids? Bring them too. <laughs> I don't think he does. But I, probably not, but that's all right. That's all right. Bring your bring someone. That's okay. We'll work it out. So he takes both the dancer and a redheaded woman to the hotel, where the two women put on a show until Chucky kills the dancer, much to the joy both of him, to the joy of him and the other woman, who is revealed to be Tiffany. 
who actually wasn't blonde. She ended up dyeing her hair because yeah. he said that she would look better as, as a, blonde. a blonde. Yeah. So she actually had brunette hair. That's why we didn't really know that that was Tiffany until she said her name was Tiffany. Right. Yeah, I didn't know until that happened. I, I also like, didn't yes. realize that this next one was called Kate Queer. Kate Queer. Amazing. I love this. This fits so perfectly. <laughs> so well. <clears throat> perfectly. After the events of Cult, Andy and his foster sister... Kyle have begun to hunt down the remaining Chucky dolls. This opening scene. Oh my god. <laughs> this poor fucking family. This poor family. Oh my god. If you know, you know. <laughs> so Jake and Devin and Lexi watch as their biology teacher, Mrs. Fairchild, is arrested and charged with the murders of Oliver and Principal McFay. She kind of got wrapped up in it because when Jake originally brought the doll in and was getting bullied about it, she locked the doll in her office and then the doc, the doll, Chucky got loot, obviously got out, whatever. Miss Fairchild um, was hot. Miss <clears throat> Fairchild also deserved better, poor thing. Good she was God. hot too. I, I was, I just thought she was. With no <laughs> other option, Jake and Devin are able to successfully contact Andy and Kyle. Meanwhile, Nika reverts back to her original body and feigns Chucky and Tiffany's presence. However, Tiffany discovers the ruse. It was really funny because that... Because she had stabbed her in the leg and, like, you know... It is so amazing that Nika time. can literally play Charles as Nika, but also Char as Nika trying to be Charles, even though she plays both. Also, Tiffany has been with... <clears throat> the reason why I love that part of it is that Tiffany has been with Charles now long enough. When you've been with somebody for 10, 15, 20 plus years, you literally know everything about that person. You know their mannerisms. You you know everything. You know everything. You've studied everything about them. So she was immediately, even though this is Charles in a different body, she was immediately able to know mm -hmm. that it wasn't Charles. She's like, nope. Immediately. And then, of course, <clears throat> stabbing Charles in the leg and nothing happens. So clearly that's Nika. Um, yeah. So uh, discovers the ruse, reveals that she has purchased Chucky's childhood home before knocking Nika out and tying her up inside the house. Please tell me why I read knocking Nika up. I know. I almost said it too. I had to go. No, that's not what that says. They fucked, that's, that's and not, she got pregnant by Tiffany. <laughs> Admitting to her that she has grown to prefer her company over Chucky's. That, that actually is, that gets into a whole thing too, which is I like actually really liked that because you're starting to see Tiffany actually coming to her like listen, chilling like, out a little bit. Like, listen, I'm a bad bitch too, and I don't need. You. She didn't like how Chucky treated her. Okay, well, he was controlling. Yeah, he was, and, and she was kind of like, cool. you know what, I'm kind of liking Nika right now. I want something new. I like being treated with respect. Thank you. So, <laughs> want to um, be treated with respect? Date a woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brie comes clean about her cancer diagnosis to the family during the meeting with her therapist. This Chucky. scene. Oh, this scene. Um, because Junior is in the car waiting for her um she walks out chucky pushes the cart it pushes her through the glass window she falls through the glass and lands on the car and junior sees her like it just 
Doesn't her face go oh, right God. through the pretty much, yeah. The windshield uh, and he's kid, right there, this poor child. This kid is literally just this is too much. Bree's therapist attributes this to depression and labels it as a suicide. Devin reveals his relationship with Jake to his mother shortly after Jake, Devin, and Lexi set a trap for Chucky, who tracks the trio, murders Detective <clears throat> Evans, Devin's mother. It's awful. By breaking her neck when she falls down the stairs. It's like everyone's dying at this point. <laughs> like, we're getting into the, we got, this is, after this, there's two episodes left, and we're like, we're just fucking killing everybody at this point. Everybody dying. So, flashback, it's 1987 now, Tiffany is now a blonde. Chucky and Tiffany purchase a red car, and Tiffany slits the salesman's throat with her, uh, you know, beautiful little nail file. While they drive, Chucky reads a book about voodoo. Of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> a true classic never goes out of style. <laughs> you once said that to me while stabbing a man 39, 39 times. times. <laughs> I love that scene, just the way she says it. She's so bubbly, like stabbing a man 39 times. Man, fuck that kid. That's the said that so many times same i've said that more than i'd like to admit <laughs> same so episode seven twice the grieving double the loss so at Bree's wake junior blames jake for the recent deaths tiffany shows up unannounced i want to know what this is none this of is us never know revealed what the fuck this is i need to know because when she shows up logan has a look on his face he knows her immediately immediately knows her and is it's an immediate why the fuck are you here exactly and she kisses him on the lips why and, and then that part no one else not a lot of people caught this but i caught this when tiffany said something to junior about his dad yeah i want to know what that was when to be completely honest with you she made it sound like charles lee ray was his father and I need that. I need more that context. That was alluded to so much. Yeah, that that fucked me up a lot because she said she said I made your dad's favorite, and it was Swedish meatballs. And we all know whose favorite okay, is Swedish minute. meatballs. The little boy. Oh my god. She didn't say your hold father's. On, hold on. It was something to do with. His dad and Swedish meatballs. The little boy <clears throat> that played Charles in 1965. Didn't that kind of look like Junior? Bitch, I'm telling like, you. Yeah, I they, kind they, of they, they never I'm telling you. They never came out and said anything about no, that. No, they anymore. never did, but we need <clears throat> like we need we there's there's a lot there's so much in that because that I'm needs wondering. To be explained. I'm wondering, here's my theory. This is completely a theory. I think Junior's mom was his mom. I think Logan couldn't have kids. So I think somehow, maybe Logan and Tiffany went to high school together. And knew each other. So maybe they were friends. Um, at some point or something. And she said, my boyfriend can be a donor for you. And at the time, no one knew he was a fucking killer. You know, I don't, I don't know. But she said something to do with "I made your dad's favorite" or "I made something to do with his favorite." That looks so much like him. That looks like Junior. And that's the little boy that played him, that played Charles. 
That looks like Junior. And she said something about to And now I'm starting to wonder if they did that on purpose. Your dad's favorite Swedish meatballs or something. Again, like this is all speculation. This is never something. She didn't say said. your dad's favorite it's Swedish just, meatballs. It's but just alluded to so it, it's there's so there's so many bells and whistles. She going said off. something to him about did your mom not tell you about your dad? Or something right. to that effect. Exactly. And I don't remember exactly what was said, but I caught it. A lot of people didn't catch it because Danielle didn't catch it either. And I was I'm just like, hoping more of that gets cleared up. I'm like, I need answers, yeah. especially because Junior died. So I'm like, now that Junior's dead, I kind of thought he would live. And we're literally one episode away, guys, so we're going to get right. into Junior's death. So I literally thought that what they were going to do is in season two, maybe elaborate on that a little bit more. And then he died, so now I'm like, the fuck? But they could still elaborate, I mm -hmm. guess. But it's mm -hmm. just like... I, I'm going to need some explanation you're here. you're still going to have Tiffany and Chucky. So that's definitely <clears throat> right. something that can be brought up. So anyway, I had to I had to bring that up. Because that was, that still, that just no, like went you're nowhere. You're definitely not the only one, <laughs> the only one that felt that way either. I, I think so, for sure. So Andy actually abandons Kyle at a gas station and heads to Hackensack on his own. Because he wants to protect her. Uh, Devin prepares to leave Hackensack and live with his aunt in New Jersey following his mother's death. At a public conference, this scene is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Mayor Michelle announces that the annual town screening of Frankenstein will have a celebrity guest. Chucky acquaints Junior and convinces him to kill those he believes is responsible for his family falling apart. So Chucky couldn't get to Jake. Now he's going after Junior. He's like, oh, I feel like this kid's fucked up enough. This will be a good one. Which is really after. funny because if it is his kid... Yeah, the apple doesn't fall far. Exactly. Jake steals money from Logan and runs away from home. However, he changes his mind after buying a suspicious good guy doll and brings it to Lexi's house. Both kids seek out Devin's location and realize he's broken into Chucky's childhood home. Meanwhile, Devin is taken hostage by Charles, who has regained power over Nika's body. I love that. That it's Charles, but it's Nika again. Mm -hmm. And he's just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on here? It's like a super fucking dysfunctional family. Kid. <clears throat> Chucky convinces Junior that Logan cheated on Bree with Tiffany, somehow causing her quote-unquote suicide. Again, why are we talking about that? Logan cheated on Bree with Tiffany. What happened between these four people? Something happened. <laughs> Something happened. Something happened. Because didn't, didn't Chucky call him uncle? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah. To where it would have, yeah, Uncle Charles, he said Uncle Charles or something. I don't remember what he said, but, um, so Junior proceeds to beat Logan to death with the doll. Amazing scene, because there's a GoPro. <laughs> there's like a GoPro on Tucky. Yes. It's literally being beat. What was yes. the song? What was the song playing? Oh, <clears throat> it was super 70s or 80s. <clears throat> Um, I don't remember. Was it the Beach Boys? I swear it was a Beach Boys song. Oh my god, I don't remember. I'll let you, while I'm finishing, I'll let you look that up. Um, yeah, because I'm like... So you're looking for Logan's death. As Jake and Lexi prepare to head to Devin's location, the doll Jake brought begins to come alive. Andy arrives at the Wheeler household and Devin is revealed to be surrounded by a horde of good guy dolls. Listen, that scene, it's so fucking funny because he's realizing that all of these Chuckies are alive. 
And there's so fucking many of them. It's pretty fucking great. Uh, so the flashback in this episode, Tiffany finds out that Chucky kills behind her back. And this is in 1988. Chucky. So Tiffany found out that Chucky killed behind her back and the two have an argument before he storms out. When he storms out, this is when he gets caught because she calls the police and tips them off about him. And that's the night that he gets killed and transfers himself into a good guy doll. And all of that is revealed yeah. in that episode. Tiffany is actually the reason what? why. What was the name of that episode? It was Twice the Grieving, Double the Loss. Okay. I wish I could damn remember the name of the, or the song that... I swear it was Beach Boys. Or it could have been... I, I cannot for the life of me remember. <clears throat> yeah, because I'm like, I got... Um... I can't find anything about the song. Uh, yeah. Mm, nope. It was a very 80s song. <laughs> I remember that much. Uh, shoot. Is it toward the end of the... Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what part of the episode that's in. It's towards uh, the end. Do... It was, I don't remember what it was. It was a very 80s song. Oh, I want to click on one of these videos. We got the beat by the Go-Go's. We got Go the beat, the Go-Go's. I feel like an idiot. I do too. I love the Go-Go's so much. Um, We got the beat by the Go-Go's. We got go. the beat. He's literally getting beat by so, a Chucky so doll we too. Got we the got beat. the beat. It, 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 it was pretty perfect, actually. It to was be quite pretty amazing. It was it was pretty amazing. So uh, now we are at the final episode in Affair to Remember. Uh, this is probably Jake one of the best brought... endings of a series I've ever seen oh, in my life. Oh, for sure. The dog Jake brought to the cross residence comes alive, but he is shot to death by Kyle, who reveals Chucky's voodoo abilities before drugging the duo to keep them safe. When, Tip when Tiffany arrives, Nika, as Chucky, attempts to kill her, but Chucky and Junior arrive to handle the situation. Tiffany shows Chucky his cult made up of 72 <laughs> good guy dolls to Just fulfill Chucky's plan. The dolls will be distributed to needful children all over the country. When Tiffany accuses Chucky of being self-centered, Chucky tells Junior to kill Nika, but, Ju but Tiffany, fed up with Chucky's abusive and neglectful treatment of her, decapitates the doll before he can. Tiffany plants a bomb in the basement, which goes off and seemingly kills Kyle and Andy. <clears throat> At the Frankenstein screening, Chucky hides under the theater seats and begins stabbing and killing multiple guests. This is incredible. He's stabbing them literally in the butt. Unfortunately, it does kill Lexi's dad, who we who we really liked. Junior is convinced by Lexi to do the right thing, so he stabs Chucky to death before being stabbed himself and apologizes before dying in Lexi's arms. This, listen, Junior did not... <laughs> God... Poor Junior. He that kid really didn't even have a chance. Logan was a really self-centered, abusive father, mm -hmm. and was one of those fucked up parents that because he didn't pursue his own dreams, he put all of that pressure on his kid. I think that's a very selfish, awful, horrible 
horrible thing to do to a child. I think way too many people have children to have many means of many means of themselves. Yes. And I think that's highly destructive. Yes. And really fucked up and yes. kind of sociopathic because they're literally their own person. They're not another version of you. Don't fucking do that to your kids. Don't do that to your kids. Please don't. Junior end up ended up so fucked up because of that. On top of his mom having cancer. On top of Chucky killing his mom. I mean, it's no wonder. That kid was... This is like prime for a kid to become a killer. Mm-hmm. Like in... Like in... Like real... Like real talk. Like it's... Like no joke. Don't... Please don't fucking do that to your fucking kids. Don't do that. Andy, who survived the explosion, hijacks the delivery truck and foils Chucky's plan... But the Tiffany doll reveals yes! herself I love this. and takes him hostage. That was so cute Amazing. when she popped up in there. Like, ah! <laughs> um, the following day, Tiffany reveals that she had... She... Oh, my God. This scene? Holy shit. So this is Tiffany Tiffany, not the doll Tiffany. She has com- cut off all of Nika's limbs in fear of what Chucky would do if he takes over Nika's body again. So Nika this... has no arms and no legs. This Basically, whole series should have just been. I was Nika like, "Oh my better. fucking god!" Like Junior deserved better. Nika deserved better. Junior and Nika deserved so much better. Oh my god! Um, so Lexi and Devin and Jake visit Junior's grave before a gloved hand appears. Pretty sure epilogue, that's Kyle's. Chucky recaps the series kills and ends the season finale. That scene was amazing when he's just sitting there. In so, his little robe. As Casper mentioned, um, when Chucky leaves that apartment in 1988, Tiffany makes that call to Detective Mike Norris to report that Charles Lee Ray is the Lakeshore Strangler. And therefore, at that point, we have the beginnings of Child's Play, which ultimately led to Charles Lee Ray's body entering into Chucky. Um so that was it. That was the show, guys. Um, I'd say as far as favorite kills mm. for me. Let's do top three. Okay. Top three kills. Okay. Um, mm. I really liked the maid. That was a good one. I don't know. Something about... Because that's like that's like a legitimate household accident. Right. Don't fucking put your knives in the goddamn dishwasher like that. Well, it, yeah, you don't you put them handled down. Don't do that. Um that one. Uh oh man. I think more so for the scene, not even so much the kill, but that where he kills Oliver. That was just so interesting, the dichotomy between hearing this kid screaming as he's being stabbed to death by a fucking doll, back to the music and these kids just being kids and fucking dancing and having a good time, back to this kid literally fighting for his life because a goddamn doll is stabbing stabbing him to death, back to... (laughs) That was just such a... I, I think it was more the scene than it was the kill, but also kind of the kill because there's always this little bit of you know, oh my god, the last thing you see before you die is a goddamn doll running at you. 
Isn't that what he said? And that's what kills you? Isn't that what he yeah, said? Basically. He was like, literally, like, I love the look on their face when they're like, oh my god, it's actually... <laughs> it's a fucking it's doll. It's a fucking doll. <laughs> um, oh god, what's the other one? Um, <clears throat> honestly, the, the one where the guy's beat to death with the doll. Logan. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that is, yeah, I'll have to say definitely. That's on my list too, for sure. I'd have to say that's probably my number one. We got the beat. Is that one? Because that scene was just everything that, that embodied Chucky. Amazing. That scene was amazing. So that would be my number one. My number two would be the the maid. I also love that because you get that perfect little perfect little scene of where the camera just pans right and you see a mirror image of Chucky's face in the knife oh my god I fucking I'm like listen <laughs> I love that shit I need like I need that on something perfect yep that's perfect <laughs> Perfection. so and then my third would have to be the the dad uh what's her name's dad because I mean he got stabbed like in his the dad ass. getting stabbed, and stabbed he got in stabbed in the ass I I just it's funny that whole fucking scene was amazing amazing, amazing. <laughs> it really was um so we said favorite character mm-hmm um or character Devin really to yeah. be honest I have such a soft spot for Devin and I think I started really developing even more of a soft spot for Devin how vulnerable he let himself be with Jake even after his mom died like there was still that part of him when his mom died that he was like immediately wanting to pull back um you know I felt that even on a personal level as someone who's so guarded and not wanting to at any point show a vulnerability to anyone because in your mind that's a sign of weakness to be able to let your guard down with someone i mean your your sexuality your everything like that's a big step and um you know these are kids essentially mm -hmm. you know like let's not lose sight of that they are basically they're care they're also in real life playing the characters ages they're like 14 15 years old these are kids <laughs> these are babies um you know, so they're dealing with really adult issues. So to be able to let your guard down and be vulnerable with one another, um, especially at that age, is so big. And um, yeah, I just really feel for Devin. You know, I really do. And he's the only black kid. So, you know, I mean, come on now. <laughs> uh, at least it didn't make him a sidekick. That really has nothing to do with it. But, um, no, for real, like, I, I really loved Devin's character a lot. I really, really loved Devin. He just, he grew on me and grew on me and grew on me so much till the final episode. I was like, I, I really love this kid. I really love this kid a lot. Lexi was my favorite. Yeah. I'm kidding. She wasn't. I'm I kidding. No. Um, fuck that bitch. Um, I mean, okay, whatever. They, whatever. But she did some fucked up shit. That's fucked up. Am I picking someone who's new? Let me tell you, dress like my dead parent. Right? You, you, mm, anyway. Chucky wouldn't have to kill you? <laughs> yeah, we're, eh. <laughs> Do I have to pick someone new? No, I guess not. I mean, if you don't want to. 
I mean, I I love Jake's character arc. I have to say, oh, I, I did too. I really liked how they did that with his arc because it was you really didn't know what he was gonna do. No. You really saw someone being just as easy as it was for Junior to take that turn mm -hmm. with the trauma that he went through very easily father trauma very easily could jake have taken that turn with the trauma that he had from his father easily so it was really really it could have really taken a turn either way that's why it was you're right seeing jake ultimately decide no i'm not gonna do this so jake would be my being favorite strong enough to not as my it. as the one of the new kids because he, he i really loved that arc he yeah. had such a great arc uh, but obviously, favorite character of the OGs would be Nika, just because like you're oh, seeing yeah. her go through so much fucking shit. That I'll, you know, I'll be quite honest. That scene in the last episode kind of fucked me up. That I that really, really was not expecting. That. Like I was kind of rooting for Tiffany, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Whoa, okay, Tiffany, that you've you've taken this too far. This is this is too far. You're fucking crazy." Like. Mm -hmm. You were yeah. you were a crazy I was willing to go along with. Like, we were yay! all rooting for you. Like, yay, this is a fun crazy. No, this is not fun crazy. Now you're, now you're, bitch, you motherfucking crazy, crazy. Bitch, you I lost think, your goddamn mind, crazy. I think that's why Don did that, though. Because you all were he wanted to, to reel a, you back. A softer side of Tiffany. Yeah. But he's like, mm -mm, wait. He's like, come on. Tiffany is a fucking psycho. Don't real, forget. Real back, guys. <laughs> don't, don't start getting a soft spot. You're right. You're exactly right. I think he went like, wait a minute, guys. Let me reel you back in before you start, you know, these last two episodes, before you start getting a soft spot for Tiffany all of a sudden. Let me kind of push this in on you on the very final episode that don't get it twisted. Tiffany is fucking nuts. She is just as much, if not more, of a psychopath than Chuck, than Charles. So, and you're about to see it. And boy, did we. Because when that camera zoomed out, I that was like, really, what the like, that, fuck? That legitimately fucked me up. I actually was like jaw on the floor. It took me a minute to process yeah. what was happening. Yeah, and I was like, "This is it. That's it. We're done." Oh my god, what? I was like, <laughs> like I was having a seizure. I was like, "What is happening?" I was like, "Poor fucking Nika, man." I, I swear, definitely deserved better. This woman has no, literally none of this. The is her show fault. She just... deserved better, but yeah. <laughs> um, and basically, I think I think we're both in agreement that hands down the um the to rate the show overall and i've i've said this before and i'll say it forever 10 out of 10 easy this yeah. is single-handedly one of the you know i i don't even know what to call it because there really haven't been many horror tv series um i mean obviously scream i didn't watch it but casper did and, you know, a lot of people really enjoyed that. I wouldn't have rated um, it. I'd give that an 8.5. That one, definitely. But this one, this one, especially for a first season right out the gate and every episode just consistently from the first through the last stayed consistently and got better and better and better and better. This character's better and better and better. Everything, every, everything, literally everything. Yep. Everything. There is nothing I can sit here and say. I wish you would have done everything. Different. Nothing. Flawless. Flawless. So you're I, amazing, yeah. Don. Ten out of ten, Don Mancini. You are the man. You are everything. What was Thank your favorite you so episode? Much, sir. 
Um, oh, shit. Mine was episode five, and here's why. Not only, and everyone's going, <laughs> because of the gate, yes. But also, so, yeah, I mean, because that was the episode where everyone came back. That was the one where we got to see the gay between the two boys and they kissed and it was heartwarming. But then we got to see Chucky and Tiffany and Andy and Kyle came back. Like that was the episode that was the crossover. I felt like where everyone was coming back. It started feeling like Chucky again. Not that it wasn't before, but you know what I'm saying? Like the OGs were coming back. So episode five was my favorite due to gay content. Yes. <laughs> when did you see Andy and Kyle in five? It was the very beginning of it, I thought, but maybe they didn't show up until six. I think it was six. Was it six? Then I should just Andy say Kyle showed up with six. I should just say then that the OG characters were coming back. Is what I should say. They were starting. You to know, I, I would have to say that too. That would have to say that too. Right around five and six, when you've got now you've got the now now we know what happened after Colt. Now we know what's happened with Andy and Kyle. You know, this is amazing. We've got the crossover between the new people affected by Chucky, the people from the past affected by Chucky, um, the people, Chucky himself, the people surrounded by him. Um, and then those flashbacks were mm -hmm. just flawless. Flawless. And I think probably my two favorite flashbacks were the one... Um, because it's a toss-up i really can't decide between the two definitely the one where we you know you realize when he's in the group home and you realize that's eddie caputo like yeah that, that, that was amazing nod, that little nod was just like holy fucking shit um and then of course because my wings uh nika as charles when we get that initial we meet tiffany in introduction and i'm just like and that swagger and i'm just like this when she I need all of this to stop right now or I'm going to stalk you. Like you when she posted it. pictures Listen, I don't want to on her about Instagram. It. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> wow. I you know, I my gay my gay. It was a lot to handle. My loins. My ovaries passed away that day. It was a lot. Yep. Same. Mm-hmm. I just don't. She is so mm -hmm. fucking hot. R.I.P. to all the vaginas that died. All of the vaginas that passed away. That passed away. That, Fiona that Doris day. Becoming that her moment. father. Um, <laughs> I'm gay as hell. I'm over here like. Nah. Role like, play. What? Role play. I'll be your Tiffany. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, um, and... And like I yes. said, you cannot convince me but either one of those women are straight. You cannot convince me. Those scenes where they were doing stuff, mm-mm. Mm-mm. We just said we know the difference. You know the difference. Yes. You know the difference. Yes. Do I smell popcorn? Am I having a stroke? I was going to say, are you having a stroke? <laughs> like, what's All happening? All of this talk about her, I have a stroke now. No. Yeah, that's when it happens. Um, I don't know. We definitely don't have popcorn, so. Okay, well, that's cool. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> is cooking somewhere, maybe grilling. Maybe that's what I'm smelling. Popcorn. No, I'm just kidding. Got some popcorn on the grill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
you were going to get into some so a series, little bit of stuff season two. about season two that we know um, about all we know or like I you know we read from Wikipedia is that it's going to be this fall but that's about all I know they pretty much announced right after it was a month it was literally not even like a couple weeks mm-hmm. after the end of season one that they announced that it had been renewed for a second season which I was like of course um so sci-fi almost virtually has nothing on it and that show was the number one it was the number two rated series in the country but behind squid games yeah that was which was massive that was insanity so yeah i was like oh this is getting renewed for a second season and it did so of course we have most everyone coming back um zachary arthur uh well jake Devin, Lexi, um, of course, Brad's gonna be Charles Lee Ray. If he wasn't, then I wouldn't watch it. Um, Alex Vincent, um, Christina Lee, which kind of gives it away the fact that she lived. I love how they were like, Christina Lee's coming back, and I'm like, way to give it away. <laughs> like, I mean, we pretty much already knew the thanks. We kind of figured out that was her glove, the thanks. <laughs> uh, Barbara Allen Woods and Jennifer Tilly. It did not say anything about Nika, but I do know for a fact Fiona Dorf has posted it. She will be back for season two. Um, there hasn't really been anything about an official plot line yet, but obviously there's like a billion fucking dolls right now, so I'm sure there's gonna go there we're gonna go somewhere with that. Um, but from what I can tell, everybody's coming back besides the people who died. In the first season, um, and like I said, the article that I had read didn't say anything about Nika, but I know I had seen uh, Fiona actually said that she would be in it, so everybody's going to be back. Hells yeah. I was like, well, Nika has to be back. Like, what the fuck's going on with Nika right now? Right, I'm like, she can't really... (laughs) She can't really go anywhere. Get it? She can't go anywhere. She, has, she has no limbs. She can't go At anywhere. At all. <laughs> so. She literally can't. But yeah, it will be coming out this fall, and I can't yes. wait. I can't wait. Oh I am so, God, I just I'm saw so a excited. poster for Halloween Ends that made me so fucking hype. <laughs> like, I love that I get so excited over this OG shit, like Michael and Chucky, that have been around for fucking years. And I'm like, get well, me more. Well, we both talked about it. It's the fact that the original... Even though there's, even though there's, you know, some input by some newer people, which is always, you know, a good thing too. If right. They, if they're talented and they respect the original art of it all. But really, at the heart of it, in both cases with Halloween and, um, namely, Child's Play, like we said, Don was 26 when he wrote this and came up with the concept of the doll and everything. Um, the original people are still here. John Carpenter is still around. Jamie Lee Curtis is still around. Don is still here. Brad is still here. The original people involved are still here. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's the only reason why things like this can be done the right way. Yeah. Is because the original people that created it are doing the reboot. So they're able to do it. Right. That's why Texas Chainsaw sucked ass. Because there was nobody original from that. Yeah. 
you know, we we did it for you guys, but that was a that was that a was rough, that, that was, was hard to get through. I will watch. never watch that again. I am so glad I watched it with my husband. I and I almost didn't even pay he, attention to it. He is the only thing that made it tolerable was his comment commentary. I kind of wish I would have watched it with. You I kind of did. You you probably should have. I should have. I should have watched you it with you guys. Watched it with us because. Like that we was were painful. both, we were both pretty good, but he was the best. Like he's, I mean, just his, like what the fuck? Like it was just, you know, it was great. That that's the only that was one of those movies you had to watch with a friend that was going to make it tolerable because otherwise you're going to be like, huh? You're going to be on your phone, falling asleep. Yeah. Anyway, unless you're a fan, unless you're a fan, again, respect. But we are not. Anyway. Uh, so for Pride Month, we hope you guys enjoyed that episode. We had to talk about Chucky if we were going to do, if we were going to do it, this is the one we were going to do. And anyway, like we said, we had been talking for quite a while, especially since we had, uh, done our interview episode with Lewis, um, because it was pretty much still, we were talking about Halloween at that time, but it was still pretty much in the, the, the season was still ongoing. Mm -hmm. So we were really, really, really wanting to do an episode about the series. Like we knew we were going to nail down an episode about the series. We had to do it because, um, and then of course, Pride Month. What better, what better time? So we hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, obviously there were spoilers, so don't complain. But um, if you didn't care about the spoilers and you want to give it a first time watch, you can stream it. You want to watch it I'm again. I'm pretty sure it's on Peacock or Paramount. It is on Peacock. Is it Peacock? Yeah, it's on Peacock. <clears throat> so, uh... You know what I just realized? I haven't watched the new Paranormal Activity. Though I'm not really, like, jumping on that. Remember I told you, though? It's... I know, but I have to watch it just to I watch know. it. I know, and that's why I did it. <laughs> it was... <sighs> <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, it was that. man. Yeah. I have been hearing yeah, a lot of people say that the You new... know what? That should be a one. Guys, I'm kind of liking doing these episodes about the ones we really don't like. Like that Texas Chainsaw one was actually kind of fun, even though the movie was intolerable. Like to talk about how much we hated it was kind of fun. So honestly, I'll give it another watch if you watch it and then we need to do that as an episode because that movie was terrible. Yeah, because we've done the Paranormal series, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. We just didn't do that one because yeah. it wasn't out yet. Okay. But next, yeah, we should do it. I'll give it another watch for the show. For, the, for the show. For do, this, it. do it for the vine. For the show. Do it for the vine. Um, oh, God, I forget. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. Do it for the vine. Go do it. Do it for the vine. Go do it. <laughs> oh man, vine was great. Good days. Oh, some good days. Next week, guys, um, we are visiting two months from now. The Indiana Sanatorium. Oh my god, is that really? Oh my god, that is two, two months. months. I'm so excited. Yes, Listen, if gas prices don't fucking go down, we ain't fucking going. <laughs> You're gonna have yeah, to take in a fucking to, mortgage to pay for the gas need, to go. I need it to calm. Let's let's calm the tits there, <laughs> gas. All right. What do I need to do to mine this shit? Where did the Beverly Hillbillies find a whale? <laughs> like, is that? <laughs> Listen, I'll do it my goddamn self. If motherfucking Jethro can find some oil, like I need to I'll actually have vacation gas. money to go hours away. Because it's gas. 
fucking stupid. $40 to fill up today. I mean, $40 you, fucking dollars. I mean, you know I'll help you, but still. I, I know, I but still. It. Like, know, it's so stupid. Anyway, but yeah, go on. I know. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's beyond ridiculous. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, you know, we always do an episode about the history of the haunted locations prior to visiting them, and this is no exception. Um, it is located in Rockville, Indiana. It was the site of a tuberculosis sanatorium. And then later it was a um, elderly healthcare facility. Um, it saw many a tragedy. Um, it was just recently, within the last couple of years, bought. And the only tele, as far as I know, the only tele, it's only had one televised paranormal investigation and that was the team on destination fear again i know we plug them so much not an ad not a sponsor but um discovery plus if you want to become uh, a sponsor yeah please <laughs> um if hit us up uh mm -hmm. destination fear is such a great show and uh that episode was in terrifying insane terrifying insane this place is fucking huge there are several buildings um, when it shut down, it pretty much everybody left and left everything there. There are still belongings, um, clothes, paperwork. The place is, because it's so newly investigated, it is just a hotbed. Um, so we are going to go over a lot of the history of the place. Um, Most of the places that we've done, actually all of the places that we've done have only been a five to six hour investigation. Yeah. This one is eight. Because this isn't so just one building. Big. This is an entire, this is an acreage. This was essentially a, you know, a lot of those sanatoriums were essentially meant to be their own livable mm -hmm. facility, you know, have housing, food, farming, everything you would need. It, there, I mean, fuck, there's a water tower there and it's still there, you know, it was supposed to be where you stayed. Um, and then essentially at the point where it became a um, nursing home, basically, um, kind of the same thing, self-sustaining, um, but just horrible neglect, the way patients were treated. I mean, just again, we've, we've talked so much about this at length, about a lot of these um, facilities where people were just treated horribly, died horribly. And, uh, you know, that energy stays there. Whether you believe in this or not, energy is real, energy is a thing, and negative energy stays just as much as positive energy and all that suffering from those people that were supposed to be loved and taken care of is still there. Um, we won't be able to go over a lot about hauntings. Uh, we will obviously talk about the Destination Fear episode. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much the only reference we have as far as um, uh, recorded hauntings and reported hauntings there, but it is currently conducting ghost haunts. So, um, you know, obviously we give our email address at the end of the show. If anybody has visited uh and wants to shoot us an email prior to next week so we can talk about your experiences we would greatly appreciate it otherwise uh stay tuned for next week's episode because we are going to be really excited to talk about the history of this place i'd really like portals to hell to go there same that'd be pretty rad for sure um so of course guys you know like she was just talking about if you have any stories that you've been there and you would like to share them and uh we can share them on the podcast next week our email is dfwto8493 at gmail.com. If, uh, of course, you know, we have all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, DFWTO podcast. A, uh, handle is dfwto88811. 88, 88, God. 
Got it. So <laughs> many numbers on there. Um, my brain. <laughs> Twitter handle. And then yes, the DFWTO eighty eight eleven, and then um, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Give us a follow, give us a subscribe, so you always know when we put out new episodes, which is always Wednesdays. But sometimes something can come up, and that way you will know when it happens. Also, I would just like to give a huge shout out to my new boss. Uh, he is a huge fan of the show. He listens to us about every week. Um, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Emmett. You're a really awesome guy. Very excited to work with you. And, uh, hello, hello. Very crazy working from home now, but I love it. So fun. It's amazing. It's great. This is Isn't great. it awesome? I actually don't feel drained every shout single out, day. Shout out to the ones out there who work from home, like, uh... Casper and and myself, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. And yes, I will. And yes, we're gonna rub it in. <laughs> yes, we 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 tortured long enough, <laughs> long enough. Paid them dues. Okay. Listen, retail. I I will. It, oh no, yeah. No, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. good. And I and I got some years on you, so that's yes, ma'am. You do. Whole, we would have a whole another hour. <laughs> we a whole, an hour is cute. That's cute. You were like, that's adorable. It'd be an hour apiece. Anyway, so you guys have a great week. Also, again, happy Pride Month. Watch all the yes. gay things this month. Don't just do it this month. Watch all the gay things anyway. Um, all the gay horror things. All yes. the gay horror. Horror. Um, but yes, please do that and uh, have a great week. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the original. original. Good. <laughs>